your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Time to talk blues hockey with Darren Pang. Holy jump and wow. what a save. Oh my. Refreshed by Urban Chestnut Brewing Company and their Urban Underdog Lager. Roast. Welcome back to McCurdy with you to the top of the hour, and it is our pleasure to welcome to the program live from Anaheim, where he'll be on TNT with the Ning and the Ducks. Darren Pang with us. Good morning, Panger. Tim, are you uh, are you over a couple of weeks ago, or have you played a game since then? And have you have you made a bunch of birdies? I, I just want to know where your golf game is. I, 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 I really want to be honest with you because I think there might have been a downer after that successful ride. No, I understand that. It's tough to keep that momentum. Uh, I would imagine you were probably going, yeah, maybe it was like the Blues on Saturday, and then inevitably there was going to be a drop-off on Monday oh. night with the Jets, and maybe you saw a parallel with my game and the Blues oh. game. But I'm out there getting work in constantly because you know who's next? You and the guy you're going to see tonight, Patty Maroon. That's who I want next. Oh, that is some. That is a. That's a good match right there. That is a good match. Patty's. Uh, Patty's got his Stanley Cup uh, local hero pitchers all over the locker room there in uh, the 19th hole at, at Meadowbrook Country Club. I love Patty. Uh, I'll see him this morning. Well, he won't be there for a morning skate. They played last night in in uh, uh, in L.A. Not that it's a long ride, but uh, I, I will see him. I'll be between the benches, so I'm sure he'll be chirping. Maybe I'll get him talking about that a little bit. Get him going on that. I'm sure that'd play well. <laughs> that's that's the yeah. challenge that I'm issuing. We've moved on from Chris Nagel. I went Darren Pang and Pat Maroon. Absolutely. I think that would be a great match, and I'm up for it. Yes! Want, All right. I, I like I want to go head-to-head with you, little fella. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> Cut that off. <laughs> uh, Darren Pang with us here every Wednesday on 101 ESPN. Uh, Panger, let's start with the good. I mean, you, you talked a lot about Thomas Grice going into the uh, the season, and we saw, even though I know it's weird to say great goaltending on a game that's 4 nothing, mm-hmm. but that, the fact that it was one nothing into the third period is because his performance on Monday night in Winnipeg, and then also the way Jordan Bennington, his started the season your thoughts on what we've seen from the blues netminders well i think they've both been excellent i mean you couldn't ask for anything more from from jordan Bennington. and jordan will get the start tonight against against edmonton no surprise there uh the question mark will be on back-to-back nights and going into nashville you know do they go back do they go back to thomas grace well i would say that after the game that he played they'd be fully confident in going back to the veteran netminder in a back-to-back situations but I w- the other thing to look at for tonight's game is let's say the Blues don't take any minor penalties or they take one or two and there's no sustained pressure where Jordan Bennington's got to really work post to post and plays go down behind the net and he's got to look over his shoulder. Then he's got to push out to the front to the point and, and fight through screens. If there's not a whole lot of that tonight um, and it's more of a kind of a rush attack game where it's one and done, uh, then I, you know, then I, could, I could really see him just going back to back in a big game against the Central Division tomorrow night but in the meantime you asked the question about the goaltending I, w- I would say that 
the goaltenders have sparkled. And uh, I mean it when I said that. I don't, you know, you know me. I call out a game. Absolutely. Thomas Grice was the first star for me. I mean, I, I looked at down the line of the uh, of the Winnipeg Jets, and I didn't find a player on their team better than Thomas Grice. And the players owed him an apology. And and I know that they felt awful about it. And they tap him on the pads. You go to the locker room and you say, "Pick your head up, Thomas. We'll, we got your back the next time." And I don't see that happening again because this is a veteran team that cares about each other, and they would be very disappointed in the way they played in that game in Winnipeg. Staying along the lines of calling it how how we see it, it's certainly not making an excuse for it, but the Blues have had certainly a random start to the schedule with a number of games and weird pacing to it. And now, unfortunately, a a Butchnevich injury, excuse me, that didn't necessarily initially seem like a big deal, uh, has him on the IR, and uh, also the Blues were without Saad on Monday as well, and I'm sure that played a role in what we saw from a lack of offensive output. Your thoughts on uh, the Blues offensively and those two injuries, Panger? Yeah, major injuries, and there's a good chance we see. You know, Tyler Pitlick just signed a yep. just signed a one year deal, and with the injuries that the Blues have, um, and and looking like Logan Brown finished that game strong, I thought there were good moments for Logan, especially in the first period where that line of neighbors, uh, Brownie and uh, and Lebo, were really good. Um, but, uh, you know, again, who's to say that, uh, that, that Tyler Pitlick doesn't get in the lineup for tonight's game. So all, all in all, I, I think what we're looking for here is w- there's been moments of brilliance with, um, you know, with Thomas and Tarasenko a couple of games ago when Shen went on that left side, I thought that was a really good line. That was, uh, in Edmonton where it went Shen, Thomas, Tarasenko, Saad, O'Reilly, and Cairo. You know, and that was excellent. I mean, I thought that uh, that played out very, very well. I didn't think Shen, O'Reilly, and Cairo found any kind of magic together. So I think the bottom line is O'Reilly and Cairo have to maybe simplify their game or, you know, they're going to have to maybe play more of a freelance game where, or maybe you know, less of a freelance game. Sometimes Jordan Cairo, uh, Timmy, likes to play a freelance game, and sometimes <laughs> Brian O'Reilly doesn't know where the heck he's going to go. Uh, and that's, you know. So maybe I should tighten that up. I mean, one thing that David Prawn did with Ryan O'Reilly is play a predictable game, not a freelance game. And so, uh, you know, I mean, that square peg in a round hole and it just doesn't work. I, I don't know, but I know that Craig Berube will have some patience with it, and he'll probably give it another go tonight. The Blues and Craig Berube, we were talking about this, uh, with the adjustment that they made to attempt to counter Edmonton's style on Saturday was brilliant, and certainly the goaltending played a role in that. But you get a one nothing lead on that team, and you're able to hold on to a throwout. That is saying something. Now you get to see him just a few nights later. So how does this work from a coaching standpoint? Is it like seeing a team back-to-back nights, and, and you go, okay, well, now there, there's going to be some adjustments? Uh, what do you think we, we will see with the Oilers? and Blues being fresh on each other's minds from Saturday? Well, a couple of things. Number one, considering the Blues were on the road, they did a phenomenal job of getting Letty and Pareko, especially in the second period, on the ice against Kane McDavid and Yamamoto. Mm-hmm. So that's, that, that's one thing in mind. They will be on the ice every time 97 steps out. But, you know, Connor McDavid is phenomenal at, at reading the play. And I always use the second period because you tend to get the long change and you get lost. That's the period to watch for for Connor McDavid. It's their it's their best period, the Edmonton Oilers, and he will change on the fly. He will get a fourth liner off the ice, and next thing you know, 97 barreling down on you while you've been on the ice for 50 seconds to you know a minute and a half. Now, the good news is is that Letty and Preco can play shifts that are a minute and 40, a minute and 50 seconds, but you know it's it's not good in the long run. But uh, so number one, at, I mean basically on the defensive side of the puck at all times against Settle and McDavid. But the other thing to look at is this game, this is, a, this is a league about bouncing back. And the Edmonton Oilers, 
they fully remember what St. Louis did in their building and shut them down. So I, I would expect a kind of a, um, a more of a, a wounded mentality from Edmonton and a team that's going to come out here and try to, you know, really try to take it to St. Louis for what the Blues did for them in Edmonton. Blues and Oilers tonight. Catch all the action here on 101 ESPN, pregame at 6 p.m. And uh, Panger, uh, obviously you'll be on the call, the uh, Lightning and the Ducks, but uh, I guess uh, now the top of your priority list is to find Patty Maroon and, and see if you can talk him into uh, to not running scared because uh, you guys are next. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, you know what? Maybe I'll maybe I'll bring a uh, like a wedge or maybe a, like a sixty degree wedge or a putter on the between the benches and kind of lure him in, almost like catching largemouth bass at my little lake in Michigan. Or, or I can also maybe maybe get my boys at uh, David Wolf over there at Urban Chestnut to send me a half a dozen underdogs and put them on the bench. He'll definitely jump. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a nice strategy Real right nice there. You, yeah, you just I think you figured it out. Pagger, always enjoy the conversation. Enjoy the festivities this evening. We'll talk next week. Sounds great, guys. Enjoy the game tonight. Thank you. Nice That's time. Darren Pang with us here on Balloon Party. Time for us to wrap it up. BK and Ferrario are up next. Who's in? Alex is in. I thought BK was in, but it's not. It's Alex. And who's he with? Do you see anybody back there? Is that Brooke? Brooke, thank you, Brooke. Mike. Jackson's looking at Zion injury updates in here. I actually am. <laughs> really? He's got a hip contusion. Uh, time for us to shut it down. Uh, Alex and Brooke will be in next on BK and Ferrario for Action Jackson. I'm Tim McCurden. This has been Bloom Party on 101 ESPN.